welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. I set intentions every single morning, and um, and my one of my intentions was to have a high-energy podcast and be really into what I'm saying and really excited to do the podcast. And on my way here driving, knowing that I have to record soon, I was actually thinking, how the fuck am I going to be high-energy? I feel like falling over and just falling asleep wherever I can. And, you know, with my rolled ankle, I wasn't able to do my HIIT training in the gym. It was mostly stretching and slow walking. So that was like, wasn't helping me get into an energized state. And the water in my ears is just annoying. I just want to lay down and sleep. (laughs) I'm PMSing. Um, But coming on here and having that intention I set early in the morning, I'm finding that it's very easy to be high energy right now. (laughs) I was not feeling this way literally two minutes ago on my drive here. So it's just, it preps your brain. Setting intention actually preps your brain to to get yourself a certain result. The result that you want, right? Like this morning I said, I want to have a high energy podcast. I want to be into what I'm saying. I want to enjoy doing it. And right now I feel like I'm doing all those things. And I think it's because I prep my brain very early on that Steph, when it's podcast time, we're going to boost your energy. Your energy is going to go up because that's what you want. That's what you focus on. That's what you plan for. So just know, um, just know the importance of that and use it whenever you can. You know, whenever you can with women, you know, before a date, if you're feeling anxious, don't focus on the anxiety. Focus on what you want to, what you want to how you want to feel, you know? What is your intention for that date? Do you want to feel anxious? Then don't focus on the anxiety and tell yourself you're going to feel anxious or don't feel anxious, don't feel anxious, because then your brain is just going to focus on not feeling anxious, which which happens to focus on the anxiousness because it's trying to avoid that. That's the focus point. So just be really careful, um, you know, when it comes to what you're focusing on and always set intentions, Okay. Um, cause if you're not setting intentions, oh, I forget what the saying is. There's some type of saying where it's like, ah, oh, damn it. It was on Ed, my let's podcast. It was something like if you're, you know, if you're setting intentions by not setting intentions, that's, oh, that's doing something. Okay. I got it. Um, when you're, do you feel, if you feel like you're doing something, then not doing something is also, now hold on, hold on guys, no edits, no edits, fuck, (laughs) um, if you, (laughs) shit, this is hard, I might edit this, no, I won't, no, I won't, um, by, by not doing something, you are still, by not choosing, okay, here we go, by not choosing, to do something, aka set an intention, you are still choosing to do the opposite, aka, not focusing on what you want. Does that make sense? So by not choosing, you are still choosing. So if you think, oh, I'm just not going to, whatever, I don't have to like set intentions, then that means you're choosing 
to not focus on what you want or not focus on how you want the turnout to be. And that's with anything in life. So always remember we have a choice and, um, and it's important to, to take advantage of that choice that we have and take advantage of our subconscious mind that helps us out so much only if we let it, right? Only if we set the intention to do something can our subconscious, the majority of our mind, 90% of our mind can help us. So it's important to put, to put words into, into your um, thought process, into your subconscious. Just say it. And that's, um, you know, something that goes along with what I want to talk about a little today is the phrase, fake it till you make it. I was listening to an interview with Vanessa Van Edwards, and she wrote this book called Captivate. And it speaks a lot about body language and how to be a likable person and your mindset. She does all these scientific research um, she does a lot of scientific research on human connection, human interaction, what makes you a likable person, you know, where to stand when you're at a social event that makes you feel less awkward. Her whole thing, her whole story is she used to be a very awkward person, and now she's getting to the root of, like, why certain people are awkward and what makes us more likable. And um, one thing interesting I want to share with you before I dive into this uh, to this topic is she said when you are, um, when you are at a a networking event, or you're at a bar, you're at a party, the best place to stand is not in front, like not in front of the door, right? Because like people go in, they're not going to stop and like talk to you right away. They're going to scope out, scope out the area, see if they know anybody, um, go get a drink, you know? So she, what it turns out she's saying is the best place to stand if you're at a party, your social event, where you don't know anyone, you feel kind of awkward, go to the end of the bar line, so, like, you want to be at the place where people are about to leave the bar. So whether that's the end of a line, whether it's just hanging out at the bar and waiting for someone to get their drink and then ask them, hey, is that good? Is that drink good? Because that at that point, that person who has a drink is now, they're looking for someone to talk to, right? Like, the first thing is you scope out the area when you go to an event, then you get, then you you know, you look around, you walk around, check everything out, you go get a drink, and after you have that drink, you want someone to to talk to you, right? Like, you want someone to come up to you because you're like, okay, now I got my safety drink. Like, I'm feeling feeling a little better. Maybe I could drink a little bit, get a little buzz, and then talk to people. But, like, the, everybody wants to be liked. Everybody wants to be talked to. So if you are staying in the area where people are leaving with drinks, where they're looking for, like, okay, the next step is talk to people, then you will not only make them feel comforted in the fact that there's someone there to talk to right away, but it's also easiest for you because you know they're looking for someone to talk to because that's what you would be doing, right? So that was just a cool tip um, I thought of sharing with you guys when I watched that interview last night. I was like, oh, this is good, good information to share because that's so interesting. I would never think about this ever. Um, and then her main, the main thing I wanted to talk about that she mentioned was the phrase, fake it till you make it. So many people say this, right? And so many people live by it, myself included. I've been living by this phrase for a really long time, and I haven't thought about it lately, but she broke this down in terms of the the wording that we use and how powerful self-talk is. And And I talk about this a lot, but I never thought of it in this way. She said, when you when you say fake it till you make it, you're telling your brain, you're telling your mind to be fake. You're telling yourself to be the opposite of authentic, which is what we know is one of the most attractive qualities ever, <laughs> ever. So why even use phrases 
like fake it till you make it. Why don't you just be? Why don't you just try to be that person and believe that, you know, you don't have to fake it. Believe that you have you have things to offer. You have knowledge to offer. You have good conversation to offer. It's, you know, just take what you have and expand on what you have. Get more confident in the, in the tools that you already have. And if you don't have them, then tell yourself, you know, keep working on this, or we're going to keep doing this, or how can I be better at approaching people? How can I be better at blah, blah, blah. And the more you practice, you will get better. Even if you ask yourself that question once, how can I get better at approaching women, and you come up with one solution, just go to my freaking Instagram, find one solution on how it can help you, try that with a woman, and then you'll already say, okay, I'm getting better. <laughs> like, you know, how can I, I, like, now you have, now you feel like you have the skill and you could build on it. So it's not like none of us have these skills. We all have confidence. We all have social interaction skills. We all have people skills, likability skills. I don't know if that's a skill. Likeability is a trait, maybe. Um, but we all have ways that we can, we can get better. We all have, like, traits and characteristics that we can grow and get better on. So never think that, like, oh, I'm, like, totally anxious. I don't have any skills with women. Yes, you do. You just have to build them up. Maybe they're really small right now. Okay? That's fine. Um, but I thought I just thought this was interesting. The whole concept of fake it till you make it is not the best wording to put in your vocabulary or set in your mind. Because the more you say that, just fake it till you make it, you're constantly going to live that way. You're going to live a fake life. Because even when you do make it, that belief is still ingrained in you. I have to fake it. So our words are powerful. And like I said, the subconscious takes up most of our mind. It really does. We have the same thoughts every single day. 90% of our thoughts are the same every single day. Every single day. Because we've ingrained them so much. We, we've conditioned them so much. We've been telling ourselves the same things. So that's why it's so self-talk is so important when it comes to even joking around with yourself, guys. Like I even say, and this is something I used to do. I used to be like, oh, I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. And this is something I did all throughout high school. Most of my childhood and high school, I told myself this. Even early college years, I would tell myself this. And guess what? I felt stupid the majority of my life. I felt like an idiot. I'm not even kidding. Like, I used to think I was a really stupid girl. I did. And then I was blonde. Like, I'm a natural blonde. And I would just always be like, oh, like, I'm such a blonde. I'm such a blonde moment again. Oh, I'm such a blonde. I'm so dumb. And I would believe that because I used to tell that to myself all the time. And, you know, it didn't help that I had certain friends and people around me who were not telling me, no, stuff. you're not stupid. <laughs> you know, I didn't really say it around my family much. I'm sure my parents would say, stop saying that. But, um, but I didn't have the belief that I was smart because I was constantly bring, telling myself and forcing myself pretty much to believe I was stupid. And when you do that, you become stupid because your brain agrees with you. As I always say, your brain will always do what you tell it. It always tries to prove you're right. So if you're sitting there and you're telling yourself, oh, I'm so stupid, the brain's going to say, okay, like, let's work less a little bit. We don't have to try because you're stupid. It works with you that way, you know? And the minute when you tell yourself this is going to be, you know, before I, for instance, before I create a video, if I set an intention where I'm like, this is going to be the most informative, entertaining, knowledgeable, passionate, intelligent-sounding video I've ever created, 
those are my best videos <laughs> because, and they are informative and they are, they do sound intelligent. And I do this before podcast interviews. Like how can I, how can I ask the best questions? How can I ask the most intelligent questions to get this person to talk about what they want to talk about and their expertise? You know, we set ourselves up for success or we set ourselves up for failure based on the words we use. That's why it's so important not to tell yourself, oh, I'm so dumb. <laughs> I'm so dumb. It's not funny. It's not a joke because your brain does not know you're joking. So you can't say that. You know, just because your brain, I mean, just as well as your brain doesn't know the difference between reality and, and uh, imaginary, it's the same thing. It's like whatever you tell it, it's like, okay, that's why manifestation is so powerful. You know, that's why setting intentions is so powerful. You tell your brain something, you tell your subconscious something, and it tries so hard to believe it. And then if you have actions and you have energy and you have mindset and visuals to back that all up, then shit, you're going to get what you want. So be careful. (laughs) You know, it's an awesome thing, but it's also a very, it's a very powerful thing. So it can be scary and it can put you in the wrong direction if you don't believe it. And you have to believe it because just think, like if you have a shitty mindset, if you're a guy listening to this, you have a crap mindset. I want you to pay attention to the words you use in your vocabulary. I want you to pay attention to the people you hang out that make you feel a certain way or talk you down or say things about you that aren't the most positive things. Okay, I want you to focus on your parents. Pay attention to your parents if they're telling you, oh, what are you doing? You can't do that. You're not able to do that. Why don't you do this instead? Okay, pay attention to the words around you because the more aware you are, awareness is the first step. It's always the first step. You want to be aware first because you can't change anything and you can't live a different life or become a different man, a better man, if you're not first aware of your current situation. And this is why the first call I do with every single guy is always awareness of his current situation and then where he wants to go because you can't go where you want to go if you don't know where the fuck you are now. Okay? It's like anything. Like when you, when you look at a map, you have to look at where am I now in order to get where I want to be. So if you're not totally clear on that, If you're not totally clear, (laughs) I was not clear in saying that. If you're not totally clear on that, then it's time to pick out little things throughout the day. One exercise is just like, yo, pay attention to whenever you say a certain word, okay? Maybe Maybe you know, for instance, you know that you call yourself stupid or you call yourself an idiot or moron and you're just like, oh, why am I so fucking, why am I so fucked up? You know, if you have a go-to saying about yourself that you, you're aware of now, you're conscious of, I want you to just take a day, take today and just say, okay, I'm going to call out, I'm going to call myself out every time I say that. Because that's building awareness. That's building self, um, what's the word? Just being, oh my God, I always say this word and I forget it. No edits. <laughs> this is like this now. Okay. Um, a self-sufficient person, you know, a person who knows themselves, a self-aware person. This is what makes you self-aware is being aware about, about everything else. When you're more aware about like what's going on in your day-to-day life, then you can be, and you're more aware about what's going on internally with you, then you're, you're more able to, to get what you want in life. Because, like, awareness is key. You have to know what's going on before you can make change. Okay? And if you don't know what's going on in your head, nothing in your life is going to change. Nothing. Nothing! Because self-talk is the most powerful thing. It's the first step. It's the first thing that we have to pay attention to in order to get a different 
external result. Okay? So, this podcast is a little all over the place. I don't even know what the hell I'm going to title this. <laughs> I think it's the importance of, I would say it's the importance of, of self-talk and being, um, being a person who's, who's, um, likable in social situations. Um, that's another point I mentioned today with the networking event tip and something else I want to share with you. I thought was really interesting on that show on her interview was she was talking, Vanessa Van Edwards was talking about how popular people you know, you always wonder about, like, what makes people popular, right? And that's something I always wondered about. Like, I was always so curious as, why am I not popular? I always thought about this as a kid, no joke. Like, I I was not a popular kid. I never was. Like, my life, maybe in eighth grade, I had, I had a lot of friends where I was like, oh my god, I'm getting better. Like, things are great. And then high school came and I was at the bottom of the food chain again. And I was a loser. But, um, <laughs> so I had one year of glory and <laughs> popularity. Um, but no, really, when I was little, from a very young age, from first grade, I remember my first grade class, and that was the first time when I realized I was an outsider. I realized the majority of the kids did not like me, because the popular group in my school was pretty big, actually. So if you weren't in that big group, you were you were kind of ostracized. You were kind of like a loser. And, um, and that was me. That was my situation. Like, I was always left out. I was always picked last on the teams in gym class. Like, I was always the one who was kind of, like, everyone, like, kind of laughed at under their breath because I would do something, I would do something stupid. And this is, it's because I was so high anxiety because I was so concerned, why don't people like me? So my anxiety went up and then I would, you know, I never knew the answer when I was called on, my heart would pound and I couldn't think of anything, but why don't people like me? So it was like school was very hard for me growing up. And I really believe that this is why I had so much focus on why, like trying to understand the kids in my class and how I could be more likable and, and how I could be more popular and why I wasn't and what, what kids, what made those kids different. I was a psych nerd from a very young age. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I would just, I just remember being so concerned about this. And my friend, I had, a, I had two friends in elementary school, middle school and elementary school. And these two best friends were, they didn't care. Like, they didn't care. They're like, oh, whatever. Like, we have each other, you know. But for me, it was a big deal. I was like, no, I want to understand why am I not popular? <laughs> um, and it was this lifelong questioning, really, like pretty much the majority, not lifelong, but, um, but yeah, like up until now, I still was curious. And that's why this one, this next thing I'm going to tell you, like blew my mind. The Vanessa Van Edwards was saying how popular kids are not necessarily popular because they're cooler or they're more attractive. They're more popular because they're more likely to smile at other kids. And they're more likely to compliment other kids and say things out loud to other kids. Isn't that interesting? And then I thought, oh my God, yeah, because I'm not the one to, I was never the kid to, to go out and say something and compliment because first of all, I was very shy. I was a shy little kid. So I can imagine like kindergarten, I was super shy. And then maybe by first grade, I was just, like, so shy. It's not like I didn't want to say anything nice. I was just afraid to. And, like, I already had that anxiety a little bit because I saw kids making all these friends and I wasn't making all these friends. And that just made a lot of sense to me. 
um, that the popular kids were the ones that were more outspoken and more making other kids feel better. So the majority of kids like started liking these these people because what makes you likable is how you make other people feel. It's not about your personality. It has nothing to do with you. It has to do with you impacting people on a new level, maybe on a level they had never experienced or maybe made them smile or feel good about themselves in a way they never felt. They're going to attach to you. And this is why I tell you guys in conversations with women, it's so important for you to make her feel good about herself. Bring about conversations, initiate conversations that make her feel good, that make her feel beautiful, that make her feel needed and appreciated. You know, the more you have, you, the more you bring out those emotions in her, making her feel good, the more she associates you with, hey, when I hang out with that guy, I feel amazing. I don't know what it is, but I feel so good. She's not thinking, oh, he asked me these questions that target my emotional response. Like, she's not thinking that. She, it's just subconsciously she picks up on the way you make her feel. Because people will not always remember what, what you say to them, but they will always, always remember how you make them feel. So if you can make someone feel amazing, you got them. You win. Okay, and this isn't a manipulation tactic. I don't want you to think like, oh, that's manipulating her. This is just, if you want to be a likable person, if you want good relationships, this is what it takes. This is just, this is just how you build likability and how you build trust in people. And you have to, and in order to like ask those questions and come across genuine, it makes you a more trustworthy person. It makes you a more likable person. Genuinely, authentically, the more you do this, the more you become this person. So it's not manipulation unless you're a freaking narcissist and just doing it because you're, you know, you got weird patterns in your brain. Um, I dated a narcissist, so you know, get it. It's very, very crazy. I should do a podcast episode on that anyway. I mean, actually. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I just thought that was so fascinating. It was like these little kids from a very young age, the more outspoken ones just became the popular ones because they made the other kids feel a certain way. Even if it was one time, you know, cause sometimes they say the popular kids are mean. I think they abuse their power as a kid growing up. But I think initially from a very young age, popular kids were the ones who made the other kids feel good at one point. It could have been one point in their childhood, you know, and then it just like grew and grew. And then they thought they were so cool, whatever. Um, so yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was really neat. And I actually used this experiment recently, um, in my pole studio. Um, you guys know that I, that I do pole as a hobby. Um, and at the studio, there's so many girls and sometimes I don't know all of the girls and it could be a little overwhelming. You know, I fall back into my, um, into my little anxiety anxious little girl mode where I'm like, Hey, like no one's talking to me or I'm not, I don't have a lot of girls to talk to in this class. I don't know anybody. And, um, and what makes it, what, what made it really interesting, like a couple weeks ago was like, Hey, what if I were to compliment? And this is before I even heard this interview, but like, I was like, what if I just compliment? Oh, my therapist told me to do this. Never mind. <laughs> I didn't come up with this idea. He was like, what if you just outwardly complimented the, the girls in your class? And just like went out of your way to do that. And I was like, oh, okay. Like that, that makes me kind of nervous. You know, based on my background as a kid growing up, I would never outwardly speak to the other kids. You know, that's why I wasn't popular. That's why I was very sheltered. I was very to myself. I was very shy. So he said, what if you, you know, it's like going back to school. Like what if you were to compliment all the girls and, you know, just don't be afraid. Just give them a compliment. Just make them feel good. And I said, you know what? You're right. And in the next class that I had, I went out of my way to compliment every, 
every girl I could doing every cool trick I saw, you know, and I, and they would do it like, and I would, I would say something right away. I'd be like, Oh my God, that was amazing. That was so good. Oh my God, you did it. And, um, and just my energy and my smile made them smile back. And then I realized whenever I did a trick, I would get compliments from all of them. And I was like, holy shit, this works. Like, this is so simple. Like make other people feel good. They're going to want to make you feel good. It's just like, it makes you a likable person. I remember that class was like one of the best classes I've ever had. And I was like, holy shit, the only thing I had to do to be more likable in that class was to be more outward in making other people feel good about what they were doing about themselves. It wasn't like I had to do some cool thing and then they would like automatically compliment me or focus all attention on me. It was like, give them the time, you know, give them like what they deserve. And they did, like they were doing an amazing job. It was very genuine. It was like, okay, I'm gonna, whenever I see something cool, whenever I see a girl, like finally get it and nail it, I'm gonna tell her. I'm just gonna tell her what I'm thinking, what I'm actually thinking in my head, seriously. Because sometimes we think these things and we don't tell people. Sometimes we think people are so great and then like we never tell them and we never say anything. And it's like, why? Why not just tell them what you're thinking if it's a great thing? You know, if it's gonna make them feel better, why not just say it? even strangers. I, I really try hard to do that. If I can compliment a stranger, it is hard for me, but I try, I've been trying lately to really get out of my comfort zone and just compliment strangers. And if I see something cool, or if I hear them talk about something interesting, or they're wearing something I really like, I will try really hard to go out of my way and, um, and, and say something, just tell them. Because the reaction is always positive, and then that makes me feel good. So it is literally a win-win. I think we all just have to get better at at wanting to make other people feel good and less be less focused on, you know, how can I get this? How can I do that? Blah, blah, blah. Me, me, me. It becomes way too me, 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 and less about the other people, which, which is what it's about. <laughs> you know, it's about how we interact with other people that make us feel good about ourselves. So it is it does go both ways. You have to have positive self-talk about yourself and then you will come across to other people as a happy person who is complimenting them. And then they in turn give you a compliment back, you know? So it is like you have to focus on yourself, but you also have to focus on other people as well in order to be, in order to be likable. Um, so self-talk is, I think this all goes back to mainly, you know, self-talk and likability with yourself let's call it that. How to be likable with yourself and other people. Um, yeah. Now I'm just thinking about podcast names as I'm still recording the podcast, which I should not do. Um, but yeah, guys, I know this is all over the place, but I hope this was interesting information. I just was watching that interview last night and I was blown away by it because I just had a lot to relate to. So I'm hoping that my story and that interview allows you to be more relatable to this and, and just know that, that it comes from the way you talk about yourself. And I think it's, it's so important for you to be more aware of what you're telling yourself on a day to day, pick out certain phrase, pick out a certain phrase that you use that maybe is not so positive and ask yourself, how often do I say that? And if you have focus on that at the beginning of the day, you will pick up every single time you say it. You will. You'll, your brain will be like, Meh. it'll be like a little alarm. And then you'll be like, holy shit, all day I've been saying this. This may have a lot to do with my current situation. This may have a lot to do with my mindset that's so shitty. This may have a lot to do with why I can't get X, Y, and Z. Because it does. It does have a lot to do with that. 
Okay, guys. So I hope you have a great day. Uh, Please rate and review this podcast if you have not already. Just go to iTunes, scroll to the bottom, write one sentence. I don't care. Five stars, though. (laughs) Now, if you really love this podcast, please give it five stars. If it's bringing you value, if it's changing your life. And then if you do that, take a screenshot, DM me at Steph Ganowski on Instagram. I will send you the Ideal Woman Questionnaire. And this is a questionnaire that will help you get very clear on the woman you want to attract. And it's how to seep seep into your subconscious with exactly the woman you want. You know, because the more clarity you have on her... The more you have that in your brain, which is what this forum helps you do, this questionnaire helps you do, the more you're likely to find her because your subconscious will be on the lookout for her, okay? And if you're a good fit for my coaching, I will get you on that free 30-minute clarity call, okay? So this is an evaluation call of where you are now and where you want to be in your relationship with yourself and with women. So that is there for you. I'm always here for you. DM me on Instagram if you have any questions. Go to at Steph Ganowski on Instagram. Also, check out my YouTube. I have about five videos up there. So yeah, my YouTube is Steph Ganowski as well. So go check that out. Please like, comment, subscribe. It would mean a lot to me. Okay, so that's it, guys. Have an amazing day, afternoon, or night, wherever you are in the world. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.